Antlered Path podcast is a creative brew between two priestesses, myself, Sean, in the USA, and Hillary in the UK. We will delve creatively into the episode's theme, sharing insights from our witch walks, oracles, journeying, and wise woman talk. Join us in a virtual circle to honor sacred wildness. Welcome to our second episode of the Antlered Path podcast, where we explore the notion of walking magic and middle world walking journeys. Thanks so much for your positive feedback about the first episode. And do listen to this, please, if you've just discovered our podcast, where we introduce our background and our interests and the whole kind of purpose of the podcast. So like last time, we will start again with creating a sacred space and circle. And this time, Sean is going to create this for us. So over to you, Sean. Thank you, Hilary. Arrive with us now as we enliven this circle with our awareness and our breath. Wherever you're listening from, I ask you to settle into the space where you are and close your eyes. Place a hand over your belly and one over your heart space if you can. If you're unable to do this, just connect to the energy of your heart as you breathe in in your own time, filling your belly and filling your heart, elongating your exhale, and breathing in gratitude for all life's possibility, and breathing out acceptance and love for showing up today to hold yourself in a sacred way. Take a few mindful breaths like this, breathing in courage and knowing that even in this simple act, you're exercising your power to transform energy. As you exhale, breathe down into the space below you. Envision in your mind's eye your energy finding the roots of our world tree and follow them with your breath, feeling down into the beating heart of the earth. As you inhale again, draw that grounded earth energy up into your body. Envision this Gaia heart energy filling you, filling the trunk of our world tree. And as you exhale, send that energy out into our circle weaving a web of grounded protection around us as we call in Ellen and our allies and upon our ancestors who grace us with their light and kind eyes. Feel their comforting presence and wise gaze as you inhale and exhale into upper world now, envisioning this energy rising up through us, through the branches of our world tree into upper world, to mingle with the stars and the ethers of creation and the cosmos. We inhale this essence of upper world and align with the guidance of our higher mind as we invoke the elements of air, fire, water, and earth. 
by the east, the south, the west and the north, and the guardians of these gates, we claim and cast our sacred space. Blessed be. Blessed be. So I would like to just share a little introduction about walking magic and then talk about a practice that I've come to find very natural and a regular part of my spiritual path, really. Um, and just want to note that when we say walking, we're not just referring to physical walking on the land. So if this is not possible for you, for whatever reason, at any time of your life, you can walk within your inner landscape or journey into other world and explore too. And as I sit here at the peak of a second heat wave in the summer of 2022 um, in South England, you know, it's not possible for me to walk at the moment, not even in the, in the morning or the evening because it's in the mid thirties. It's very, very humid. So this kind of applies to myself <laughs> um, at the moment. So the notion of magic in this sense is not about influencing or changing something, but more about a felt connectivity to the sacred within and around you and noticing how your feelings and perceptions can change as you walk or journey. So there are changes, but you are open to them and receptive, receptive to them rather than willing them. Many cultures have spiritual walking traditions where the walk is seen as a way to grow and become more holy, such as the various pilgrim routes. People have always had a deep, deep longing to walk as a way of evolving and growing as souls. Witch walking is a term used a lot now for tapping into the deeper details of a space, attentive to the energy of the ecosystem, whilst also noticing what calls to you and why that might be. It's a little like noticing the oracles of nature, what animals come across your walk, what plants or trees call out to you, how the river sounds and so on. So I practice di different types of journeying as a student of Celtic and Northern shamanic traditions. So just to give a little bit of background, there are three main worlds that link to the world tree. And the middle world is the sacred aspect beyond this mundane reality we exist in. We can often feel out in the land by trees or by water, this sense of the sacred coming through, perhaps in certain ways that the light comes through the canopy, we'll get a little glimpse of this sacred domain. So I'm going to share the middle world walking practice or journey that you can do out on the land or also in your home if you're not able to get out. This is something I learned on a Celtic shamanic course. And just to note, you can middle world walk or journey without any experience of shamanic practices. It's a lovely way to commune with nature and feel a stronger sense of belonging. 
And Hillary, could you explain for our listeners what the difference is really between this and a general mindful walk? Yeah, sure. It's basically um, a middle world journey is an active participatory experience where you ask a specific question regarding an issue in your life or set an intention. And then you are engaged in following connections along the walk or the journey that link specifically to that intention or issue. Similar to a shamanic journey where you set out your intention at the beginning and then follow a drum beat or similar and venture off into other world. So it's walking out with a focused intention and you're really giving it a landscape to reveal itself more creatively to you. I kind of see it as you're letting it out of your head to roam around and communicate through the landscape, almost like taking your dog out for the walk. You're taking this intention or this issue out and you're letting it explore and it comes back and shows you different things. It's a creative experience. So I'm just going to run through some practical steps you can take to do this. You start by preparing yourself and choosing a place to walk, sensing what feels right. It can be anywhere really from your garden, uh, local paths, woodland, fields, beach, park, suburbia. But it's important to be somewhere that's familiar to you so you're not concerned with directions. And you need to choose yourself a starting point. So that could be a tree or a gate or a certain crossing on the road. And you're just clarifying to yourself that this is the start of your journey. And aim for at least 20 minutes minimum to spend on the walk. So you start by attending to your breath like you would when you, you meditate. And you feel into your question or your intention and ask for your kind allies to assist you to be safe as you walk or as you journey, whether you're walking on the land or you're journeying within. And you're going to be journeying just beyond the mundane reality into that sacred space of other world and asking for clear connections to come through. And also that you will offer your gratitudes through song or prayer or whatever feels right at the end. And your end point can be the same place where you start, or it could be a different one. But you need to acknowledge it as the end in order to clearly finish the practice. So once you've set your intention and you're ready to start out, you're just going to venture out with as few expectations as possible. You want to have a clear mind. And in the Native American Lakota and also Zen Buddhist traditions, this is known as being a hollow bone, where you're emptying that dominant ego and sense of control that you have so often in your daily life. And you're going to remain open, receptive to sights, smells, sounds around you. All your senses are important, not just what you see, especially your feelings 
and bodily sensations. And take note of the flow of what happens, particularly if it seems unusual, thinking or sensing each happening as part of a story. And if you encounter any animal or bird, particularly wildlife, take note of how it is behaving. Notice what calls to you. Follow your instincts. If you feel you need to wander off the path to go and check out something hidden or look in the hedgerow, go through a gate, for example, then just do this and flow with it, noticing how you feel when you trust your instincts. And just before you end your journey, ask for a sign through a word, feeling or noticing something specific that anchors this whole experience that you can use to call up the meaning of the journey later on, just to help it anchor in. This can be a rock, a leaf, a tree, a string of words, you know, a sudden breeze, whatever it is, just, just being receptive and just give yourself a few minutes to pause and notice. And then give your thanks in the way that you feel is right and end your journey. And just making a definite transition really from that other world connectivity back into your mundane reality, just ensuring that you're grounded and, you know, make your way back. And I mean, if you've got your phone, you can always do a voice clip recording anything that you wish to, um, you know, go back to and, and listen to again. Sometimes we forget things. Um, especially if there's a lot of connections. And if you feel unclear or that you're not sure what anything means, that's okay. Just tune into the feelings that you've had in certain parts of the journey and notice them. Notice if any particular parts of the journey felt more comfortable or uncomfortable and what that might be about. This will help you to clarify. And also, if you keep doing the practice, Try it in different places for different times, different times of the day as well. You'll start to realize that the more you practice this, the easier it will flow. Do you have a personal experience you could share that would illustrate this for our listeners? Yeah. So as an example, I did a middle world walk back around midsummer, um, end of June, to notice and to feel with ease the sacred feminine within and around me so that I could feel my intuition more clearly as my head was just so full of stuff and I felt blocked to my usual sense of intuition. And this was causing me to feel stuck and frustrated, you know, sound familiar? <laughs> um, so... My starting point for this particular uh, walking journey was a wooded corridor along a path to Medieval Deer Park, which is just a couple of fields back from where we live in, um, in West Dorset. And it feels like a very distinct portal. So I'll just highlight key aspects um, that I connected to along the way. Um, initially, I 
was very drawn to lots of very tall, wild pink foxgloves at the edges of the path. And they really signaled about protection and warding off um, harmful and disruptive energies. And also having clear boundaries so that the sacred feminine intuitive wisdom could flow. I connected to two very old oak for deep strength and they enabled me to feel supported as I walked along. And I also connected to a hare who reminded me of the hidden and mysterious aspects of my feminine nature and that change is inevitable and we cannot always know why something happens. And when I reached the deer park that I often visit, there were many young red deer present and near the fence area. And this isn't always the case. It's often I see none. Um, so they sensed me and some left, but there were a few that remained. And I felt the herd energy, the youthful aspect of hanging out together, community, and also a gentle alertness always tuned into what is going on around, ready to change and adapt if need be, without it being a stressful thing. I felt Ellen or the, the goddess's grace and sovereignty, the sense of belonging and a sense of acceptance, really. This is where I am for now. And this was through just intuitive connections and I feel that the fact that the deer were in the pasture was significant because the pasture is very soft and open and it, it's enclosed by trees. It, feel, it feels very held. And I felt this is how I feel with sisterhood and spiritual community generally, an open, gentle way of being and communicating. And that my sacred feminine wisdom or health is supported by and strengthened by community, the right kind of community. And at the end, I connected with sunset and a sense of strong boundaries provided by the mighty tree-lined corridors around the fields and the deer park. And I ended the walk in a field en route home as it felt right to do a circular walk. So, that's an example. It would be lovely if, if you can try, try this out and share your experiences with us. I'm just going to hand back over to Sean, who's going to guide us into a pathworking journey that she's prepared. Yes, thank you. So I was going to lead us on a journey. And I ask that wherever you're listening from, that you center yourself comfortably in your space where you are. Close your eyes and join me in our sacred circle where we're protected by our antlered allies and ancestors. They hold us with care as we journey through these energetic pathways to deepen our connection to our purpose and spirit. Focus on your breath, filling your belly and filling your heart, and envision yourself sitting on the ground of a wooded glen, golden light filtering in through the green canopy of leaves above you, 
as a gentle breeze carries the sweet scent of sunshine and meadow flowers to caress your face. Breathe this in deeply and feel the soft grass and earth beneath you and the warm light dancing upon your skin. Breathe this golden green light in and fill your belly, fill your heart and senses with nature's spirit as we call upon her to guide us. See her rise before you, alive in the elements, the green summer goddess of the air, the water, the fire and earth, and listen to her whispers as she bids you to stand. Envision yourself standing and following her as she leads us to a path under and through twisted branches, and all along the damp floor of the wood are blossoms and fruits of the summer harvest. Notice the calling of birds and rustling of creatures around you. All around you is the green and the dark dancing with the light. As you make your way, she wants you to notice how you place your feet upon the ground. In each step that you take, how are you holding yourself? What are you feeling? What impressions are you leaving behind? What will you take with you? Feel your purpose fueled with courage as the dirt beneath you shifts to sand and the density of the forest around you begins to expand. And now behold before you a blue horizon of sea and sky. Alone with the sun high above, sparkling on the surface of the water, you step across the beach and onto the gentle waves at your feet. Raise up your arms and your mind's eye and stretch your hands out above you like antlers to receive the light. Be nourished and revitalized. Feel the freedom to release any emotional burdens and stress you're holding. Let the water soothe and refresh you. Notice and honor any impressions or insights that come. As the sounds of the water and the waves fill you with peace, the gentle wind blows a downy white feather before you and you follow it back to the edge of the wood. To the edge of the wood where the sand meets the soft dirt and under the shady branches of the trees our summer goddess awaits and sings a melody our hearts have known since before time. As we follow her again along the way and chant, and we find ourselves again in the comfort of our sacred glen. Breathe in and see yourself settling back onto the ground. Exhale with gratitude for all you have found. See her spirit in light and leaf as she swirls around you and strengthens your belief. Filling your belly, filling your heart, living your journey as the most precious of arts. And now gently breathe in as you feel yourself in the space where you are. And slowly in your own time, open your eyes and smile. 
giving thanks. Thanks for the connections we've made to spirit and to deepen our understanding of our purpose. Thanks to yourself for showing up today and holding yourself in a sacred way. And I thank you for journeying this path with me. Blessed be. Blessed be. So I'd like to thank and encourage our listeners now to reach out to us and give us your impressions, your insights regarding this journey that we've just led you on today, your own journeying through the inner tracks and out on the land. You can email us at antleredpathpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Antlered Path Podcast. Hillary is also on Facebook and Instagram at Antler Path. Yes, indeed. Um, so thank you so much for joining us on our second episode. Hope you've enjoyed it. Do let us know. And just to um, share that our next episode will be Rituals for Resilience. That's a working title at the moment. But basically, um, nature-based creative rituals for self-care, activism, and hope. And we'll be calling on our personal experiences of creating such rituals and also some practical tips of how you can create your own to bring in a stronger sense of resilience for yourself in your life. So I'm going to hand back to Sean now to close our circle. Blessed be. Thank you, Hillary. And we thank Ellen and her allies, our ancestors who grace us with their light and kind eyes. I ask you, wherever you're listening from, to close your eyes with me again and settle into the space where you are. Drawing in a breath from upper world and above the branches of our world tree, bringing that star path energy down into the trunk of our being in our fleshly body, filling your belly and filling your heart, breathing into our bodies and out into the circle that we've cast here for our spiritual community, enlivening these deer trods, and breathing into our 3D reality through these energetic pathways within us. We breathe in and exhale down into lower world and feed the roots of our world tree with our focus and dedication. Flow into the underworld rivers of transformation and arrive again at that beating heart in the center of the earth where we are whole as we are and one with all creation. Blessing and invoking the powers of earth in the north and of the waters and the west and of the fires in the south and the winds in the east. Let our circle be closed but never broken by the three and the she, I pray, blessed be.